Perak Tes Mishnah Beis. Our Mishnah discusses a case in which a woman is competing with other creditors who are all trying to collect their debt from the estate. The woman wants to collect her ksuba from her deceased husband's estate, but there are other parties vying for the money. As the Mishnah says, Mishemais v'heniach isha u'balcho v'yarshan. If a person died leaving his wife who's owed a ksuba, he also had a bachov, someone who lent him money, so he too seeks to collect from the estate. And then, of course, there are the yarshin. He left sons, let's say he left heirs. Now, typically, the yarshin only get to keep whatever's left of the estate once all creditors have been paid. However, we have a rule that says that a creditor's lien only applies to the karka of the estate, land of the estate, not metatlim, not cash removables. And so if the decedent left, let's say, only cash, which is now you know, physically in the heir's possession, it's in the safe there, halacha is clear, and that is that the creditors cannot touch that. But in our Mishnah's case, the decedent had left a deposit or loan that's currently being held by somebody else. He either deposited some specific immovable item, with another person who's holding on to that now, or he had lent somebody money, and that money is owed to the estate. In addition, the decedent had some land, but he had sold that land before his death. The easiest thing for either the creditors, either the woman collecting her ksuba or this, a lender is coming to collect from the estate, would be for them to just take that specific item or that cash that third party is holding. That would be the simplest thing as far as uh, how these creditors could collect payments. The question is, do they have a right to take that? Again, we said normally the rule is that creditors cannot come after metatlam of Yisomim, movables that the orphans, the heirs, are holding, that they inherited. The mission presents a dispute about the halachir. Rabbi Tarfin Omer, Rabbi Tarfin says that the rule that a creditor cannot take inherited movables does not apply in this case since the heirs are not actually in possession of those movables yet. It's being held by a third party. So these creditors' liens are an effect on the movables in question. Which of these two creditors will the cash movables be awarded to? In the case is there's only enough for one of them. Ritarfin rules, Yinasnu l'koshoshabahen. Give it to the weaker of them. The Gemara presents a dispute as to what Ritarfin means by this. So who is the weaker of these two? According to one opinion in the Gemara, the weaker of the two is the person whose document of debt is dated later. Because the later the debt was created, the less options that person will have in terms of running after lakuchos, the people who purchased the land from the debtor, because of course the creditor only has a right to collect from those purchasers who had purchased land from the debtor after the debt was incurred. So whichever creditor's star is dated later is going to have a smaller pool of purchasers to collect from. So he or she is deemed to be in that weaker position. That person will have the right to easily just collect the cash removables before us being held by this third party. According to the other opinion of the Gemara, Ritarfan is referring to the woman collecting her ksuba. For it's less typical for a woman to go out and try and fight in court to collect her land so we don't put that burden on her. We apply a lady's first here. She gets to do the easy way out, the easy collection, just collect 
the cash from Metalda being held by that third party, and it'll be left to the creditor, the lender, to try and use his lien to run after people who had purchased land from his borrower. However, Rabbi Akiva Omer, a merachem in bedin. Rabbi Akiva says, we don't show mercy for this type of judgment. Rather, we blindly apply the rules as far as who has priority. And more fundamentally, Rabbi Akiva disagrees with Rabbi Tarfan's basic premise that, again, Rabbi Tarfan took the position that since the cash removables that the decedent, the original debtor, had left was being held by a third party, we therefore do not apply the rule that the creditor can't take movables from the heirs because the heirs don't have it yet. It's being held by a third party. Bikiva says, Not true, the heirs keep the cash or the metatlim, even though it's being held by a third party. Bikiva argues the fact that the cash or metatlim is being held by a third party is not really halachically meaningful. The fact remains that Halachically, the heirs are the ones who are really in possession. Upon the decedent's death, if it's not land where you have your lien on that, so other creditors come first, if it's cash removables, the heirs take possession halachically. They don't physically have possession, so what? That's just a matter of physically getting the stuff to them. Rabbi Kiva points out, says, I'll prove it to you. Look, if it's a matter of some creditor coming along, either a woman collecting her ksuba, or a lender coming to collect on some money he lent him. He can't just stick his hand out and collect the money. No, he has to come to Bezdin, and Bezdin will impose a shvua. He has to swear that he or she is still owed the full amount that he or she is collecting. When it comes to heirs who have been left in an estate, they don't have to swear about anything. No, they automatically get the estate. So the point is, even though the cash removables is being held by a third party, that doesn't change the fact that by default, who does that go to? To the heirs, meaning they have a lachic possession. Now, of course, all debts of the estate have to be paid off, but we have this rule that says the heirs are only required to pay off creditors if they had inherited land, therefore they do not have to part with the cash removables that they inherited here. You know, Tarvin's argument is that, no, they didn't inherit it yet. They're in the same boat as the woman collecting Ruxuba, this lender, and that the money is somewhere else, and they're all trying to go and collect that money. So Bitarfan argues in such a situation, it's not reasonable to bar the creditors from collecting movables from orphans. It's not by the orphans yet. And so the dispute comes down to the question of whether we view the cash removables in this case that are being held by a third party as, halakhically speaking, already in the possession of the Yarshim, the Kiva says, yes, it's considered in their possession, therefore they don't have to part with it to these creditors. Whereas Rabbi Tarfin says, no, the cash removables is not in this case considered in the Yarshim's possession, therefore these creditors are first in line, have a right to seize the asset in satisfaction of the debt owed to them.